Well, glory to God. Hallelujah. We're just blessed to see you this morning. Blessed that you're watching this morning. We trust that you're having a great start to all of your holiday season, all of the good things that are taking place. And most people are already done by now. They went through uh, Black Friday and got all their stuff. And if not, you know, you're still scrambling to see if uh, things will get sent. But God's still good. Amen. Hallelujah. It's so, it's so good. And, and once again, I do want to thank all of you for all of your love and blessings toward me and Pastor Pamela there, praying for us and believing with us. We're still standing strong with Pastor Pamela there. Amen. She wants to be here. You know, I left her in tears Friday night because she so wanted to be here and at the dinner and couldn't be here. So then she talked to Greg and he did a live stream for her to uh, follow me around all night long and tell me what to do. Go over here. Go over there. So, Greg, I love you. I know you're hiding back there. I just love you so much. So precious. Uh, I got 52 texts that night, and it was great. It was awesome. So, no, it actually was really, really, you know, it, it actually was such a blessing, though, and because I know she's watching right now, too, and, uh, and I was watching last week. You know, I, I thank God for um, the ability that we have, that, you know, when we're not here, we can actually get connected and... And stay connected. So it's so good. So much fun. Uh, it really is. A, for me, it's a heartbeat. I love that, that we can do that. And I know that she's really enjoying it. So I was, thank God for Greg and all that he's done there and everybody that helps him and a blessing and <laughs> praise God. And, uh, you know, I mean, and this whole thing with, you know, the enemy attacking my body and then Greg not being here, uh, some stuff. Then Leticia had to just step up and, uh, become the boss of everything. Like, a, but not hard for her to do that, but she did really, really well. And I'm just so blessed to have her. She did a great job. She did a ran, ran herself and did really good. Hallelujah. So, you know, we've got a lot of things happening. Hey, we're going to worship God with our tithes and with our offerings this morning. And those of you online, you know how to give and thank you for giving. I want to thank all of you for giving, you know, this year we're going to continue. I know that, uh, you know, many times in, in December, everybody kind of ramps up or tries to ramp up because everybody's trying to get their quota or trying to get things. And, uh, hey, praise God. Just get us continue to keep believing and allowing God to be God in our lives. We always honor God. Amen. You know, the tithe, which is 10% of your income, you know, that belongs to God anyways. But the giving of offerings and stuff is things that you give and you sow and you do. You know, the word of God says that if you sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. Amen. We just trust God. And if you know the truths of the word of God, it changes your life in that area. Amen. We know that, it, you know, hallelujah, we work for a giving, but we give for a living. Hallelujah. That's how things work out in our lives because we know that's what the word of God tells us to do. Amen. We get seed to sow. It's amazing when you understand seed and when you understand your tithe and you understand how it is. You know, the Bible says that when we come in, we're supposed to come in blessing, blessing God, thanking him for the opportunity to sow, thanking him that he's met my needs, thanking him he's going to continue to do that. Glory to God. We have many seeds. Amen. And the Bible also says, if you keep on casting your seed under the water, it'll come back to you on every wave. Amen. It means that you'll always have provision. God will always make sure that there's provision out there. Hallelujah. Amen. So I just want to commend you. I want to thank you. Glory to God. 
you know, I mean, I must, I, like I said, I, I must get 10 to 50 emails a week on all these other places telling me, well, if your church is how bad it is, how to, and our church is doing great. Hallelujah. So I always look at that and go, you know, God bless everybody. I pray for you. I'm praying for this person. But I'm so glad that we're at Harvest Bible Church. Yeah. Amen? Because we know the truth. We know what to do. We don't have to be coerced. We don't have to be twisted. We don't have to be beat up. We know what God's word says. Amen? Hallelujah. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for that. Thank you for these amazing folks. Father, they're your kids. Thank you that they believe in your word and they believe your word. And they're bringing their tithes. They're bringing their offerings. They're worshiping you, Father. They're honoring you so that they can keep uh, the windows of heaven open, that they can keep your grace just flowing upon them. Thank you, Father, for meeting and supplying all of their needs. Thank you that you're doing, Father, exceeding abundantly above all that we could even ask or think. And we know it's according to the power that works within us. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I thank you for it, Father. And Lord, now as we we receive this offer, thank you, Father. Oh, for the abundant supply. We honor you for it, and we love you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Ushers, go ahead. And here comes that famous lady right now. (laughs) Thank you. We wouldn't have been able to pull it off if it wasn't for you guys. I, I was so proud. I was bragging about my church, even to the bank. I was like, everyone stepped up and helped. We wouldn't have been able to make any of this happen if it wasn't for you guys. So thank you. <laughs> and as far as the key, I got to keep Pastor on his toes. <laughs> but I do have a few announcements this morning. Lots of exciting things for this month. Ladies, our 55-plus group are doing a Christmas outing this coming Tuesday, the the 6th, you'll be visiting two gar- nur- <laughs> garden nurseries. <laughs> I do know how to read. <laughs> um, and you will meet here at church at 930 in the morning. And if you have any questions or would like to sign up, you can see Miss Cecilia out in the lobby after service. Also, ladies, our Christmas breakfast is this Saturday. Yes, it's going to be so much fun. I heard not many of you have ever built a gingerbread house, so we are going to be building gingerbread houses. It's going to be fun time. Um, tickets will be after service. It is $10. We are having a catered breakfast by Hollywood Cafe. Um, we're going to have all the gingerbread building, all the candy eating. I never can really finish my gingerbread because I eat all the candy before I finish, but that's okay. <laughs> also, um, I ask that you bring a wrapped ornament. We're going to have an ornament gift exchange also. That'll be exciting. So I just wish all you ladies to come fellowship and have a fun morning. And you could see me after service in the lobby or Miss Angelica. <laughs> also, uh, the throne, our kids production. Yes, it's going to be an exciting time. It is already getting planned out. Our kids are going to start practicing. It is December 18th, Sunday. It will be at 530 It'll be an exciting time, lots of fun things. Miss Pam is super excited. I know she was bummed for the Christmas dinner, but kids' production, she is putting her whole heart, so it'll be an exciting time. So that's it for announcements. I wish everyone an amazing Sunday. Junior high and senior high, you are dismissed. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Yes, and just another plug-in for the kids. Uh, It's a unique, uh, Pastor Pamela has... uh, written the whole curriculum, the whole thing, the whole program, and uh, also, uh, hey, your kids need to be here so that they can practice. They're going to be practicing not only Sundays, but Wednesdays too. So just show up with them. Have a, you know, just, you know, make a little bit of sacrifice there. Let them come. They'll have a lot of fun. Hallelujah. 
And uh, we don't want, you know, uh, 50 kids to show up and 25 of them, that's their first time to be here for the program, okay? So, you know, anyway, we like it. We don't care if they all can come. It'll be good. But just come. Have, let them come. It'll be a blessing And because uh, they're working hard over there doing a lot of good things. They're also getting, they have a craft that they're doing today for the whole month of December. So you parents know to do that and, and keep it with them. It's something that'll be kind of really cool to see and do. You know, the reason we do all that is because the Bible says a little child will lead them. And you're kind of stubborn and hard and don't listen too much. So we're trying to, you know, you know, brainwash your kids really good so that they just torment you. Hallelujah. At least they'll keep you a little bit spiritual, all right? That's why we send homework with you, send all this stuff. Get the word of God into you. And it's such a, such a blessing. Amen? Hey, if you have your Bibles, go to Proverbs chapter 4. I had a whole other message ready to go. I studied a whole bunch of things. You know, it's Christmas season, all this kind of stuff. And uh, this morning when I got here, I told Christopher, I said, hey, I'm going to do things that I'm going to go over here and just kind of, you know, I jokingly always say, I'm going to see what the Lord's going to say to me. And, uh, and when I did, lo and behold, he changed everything up. <clears throat> he said, that's not it. I said, what do you mean that's not it? I said, okay, what's it? He said, I want you to do this. I want you to share this. I want you to talk about this. Because how many of you know the enemy is arrayed against us? And, um, you know, my wife will let you know. She said, I've never seen you that sick. Well, I don't think I was that sick, but then I don't get sick. So apparently there was, it was enough for her to warrant me and say, you're not coming. You got to stay home. And, uh, but there's things that I do and what I do in order to, uh, number one, get a very fast recovery. Uh, I always get, uh, accused of having this great fast uh, metabolism, and I have this great fast recovery system, or this really high immune system. System, and uh, I say yes and amen to all that. I really do. I'm, I'm like that. I like that. I, you know, I can stay skinny. I can eat as much as I want. Uh, I love all that stuff. I do. I do work out. I do try to do things. But you know, I, I you know, and, and I'm sorry. I, re, you know, for you guys, but I'm not repenting about me. Okay. <laughs> You know, I, all these guys that eat healthy and they do all these things. I love chocolate. I love pie. I love, you know, I've already had five pumpkin pies this season. I'm in good shape. Okay. You know, one, and, you know, one chocolate cake and, you know, who knows how many chocolate donuts. But the key is I wouldn't recommend that as anybody else's diet. All right. I do eat good. But I mean, those are just extracurricular things that, you know, you just enjoy. But the reason I say, and I'm not tempting God, it's just, you know, sometimes we look at ourselves in makeup, and we see things, and then we get frustrated with our own selves, and especially when it comes to the area of healing. The enemy has attacked us. A lot of folks have got got put down, a lot of things. He attacked the head. He attacked me. He attacked Pastor Pamela, and uh, and when, when the devil does that, then there's things that I do you know, to come against that. There's things that I do that I just get enough's enough. I get really frustrated. I get really mad at the devil. So I don't know about you. I go a lot overboard on some things, but then I realize many times people don't have the right idea concerning some things. How many of you know that when you hear a truth, the enemy's going to do one of two things? He's either going to come immediately and try to steal that truth from you. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Or... He's going to come and try to hinder that truth from becoming any fruit in your life. He's going to come against you. Because how many of you know that healing is God's idea? 
How many of you know that divine health is God's idea? It just means you have good working order. Amen? Amen. You need to understand some things there. You know, I mean, it was God's idea. God said this in, in Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26. You don't need to turn there because we're going to, I'm going to read it. God said this. He said, if you diligently hearken or heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes. He said, I will put none of the diseases or I will not permit none of the diseases on you, which I've brought on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you. One translation says, I am the Lord, your physician. I'm your physician. So many times we need to look at that. But here in Proverbs chapter four, God gives us a prescription of, of, of his medication, of his medicine that we need to do and we need to take. And we're not against medication. We're not against medicine. We're not against any of those things. We love doctors and all this. I had to take my wonderful wife to the emergency room and, and, and help her and do that. And I'm not opposed to any of those things because we want to get better, you know, I mean, uh, the sad thing is, is they didn't, weren't able to do anything, didn't do anything, didn't even help. So then it's like, okay, if you've done all you know to do, then the next thing you got to do is, okay, now we get to trust God. Now we get to stand. Now we get to take the word of God. Now we get to use God's medicine and watch it work. Amen. And so, uh, but you know, how many, and I'm going to share with you four things today that are vitally, vitally important on how you receive everything from God and whether or not God's word is real or whether or not God's word actually works. What do I mean by works? Well, you get to receive the benefit of it. How many of you, all of us know that we are all living well below where God wants us in every area, in our health, in our prosperity, in our wisdom, in our knowledge, in our joy, in our peace. You're not, you're not, you're not as peaceful as you should be. You're definitely not as joyful as you should be. And you're definitely not as smart as you think you are. You can get a lot more wiser. And I'm not either. Okay? So don't beat yourself up. Okay? We're going to talk about the wonderful thing is we are going to kick over, do you have enough faith to be healed? We're going to kick over, do you have enough faith to be prosperous? We're going to kick over, do you have enough faith for anything? Now that I got your attention, you ready to listen? God, God just downloaded this morning. It's, it's been good. It's good stuff. It's good things. And I'm excited about sharing it. You know, I mean, I wrote three pages of notes this morning. Typed them up. Can you believe? And I type with one finger. Can ask Leticia, when I want big things done, I need you to type this up. Hallelujah. But look what he says here. He says, my son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from before your eyes. Amen. He said, keep them in the midst of your heart. For they, my words, are life unto those that find them. And health, the King James says, but in in my margin of the Bible, it says medicine to all their flesh. And keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Amen. He tells us some things that we need to do. And when you understand, and I like what that word means, right? When it says health here, it actually means medicine, remedy, and cure. Amen? So we're going to give you the medicine, we're going to give you the remedy for what ails you, and we're going to give you a cure. Amen? Hallelujah. And uh, here's one of the biggest problems that we have because we know 
Well, I know God wants me to be well. I know God. I believe, I believe in healing. I believe in healing. That's great. That's wonderful that you believe in healing. But how do you know that you believe in healing is not going to heal you? Just like you might believe in water. Man, I believe in water. I believe in water. But if you never take a drink, you're going to die of thirst. If you don't know how to partake of healing, then you're never going to get healed. You can't. It's impossible. He didn't say just because you know about something it's going to work. He said his words are medicine to you. His words are medicine to you. You know? I mean, so many people, they believe in the word of God. They believe, all of us believe in prosperity, believe in God wants to prosper, wants to bless us, but then why are we being down? How come we're not receiving all the things that God has? Because it's not believing in something that makes it work. It's part of it. You got to believe it or it don't work. You understand that? You got to believe. Because just like if you go to the doctor and he tells you to take the medicine, you got to believe that if you take it, it's actually going to do it. But just because you've got the medicine and you set it on your nightstand, you can say, I got it, I believe in it. But if you never take it, it has no benefit to you at all. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, and the word of God has proven to provide everything we need if we want to use it. If you don't want to use it, you can believe in it all you want to. It will, it'll just be a nice, really sweet thing. It'll be a nice thought. I don't want you to have nice thoughts. I'm tired of the devil be- picking on you. I'm tired of the devil doing, you know, beating you. I'm tired of this going this many days or that many days. I'm tired of the devil just lingering. How do you, you know, we just need to continually take hold of the word of God. You're not beating yourself up. It's not about do I have enough faith for this, Okay. What you have to say is that what you should change it on, man, am, am, am I taking the right medicine for this? Am I, am I taking enough medicine to, to fix this? And we're going to find out what his medicine is. Amen? Because like I said, I'm going to give you four things that are going to help you immensely. And the very first, and these are simple. You guys know all these things. The problem is, is we just don't do it. Because when we start to do it, people say, well, why are you doing that? Amen? I mean, the first thing when the enemy attacks, first thing I do is I get my scriptures out. I feed on the word of God. The number one thing, you got to feed on the word of God. Number one thing, if you want to receive from God, you got to get his word in you. You got to feed on it. So not, not only do I look at all the scriptures, read all the scriptures, I, you know, I, I like Brother Higgins healing scriptures. It's an hour and a half long. And all he does is go through the Bible and read scriptures for an hour and a half of all the different scriptures that are in the Bible about healing and about health. You say, there's that many? Oh, yeah. How did I go through? And then I listen to that. Then I, when it gets done, I turn it over and I listen to it again. And then I listen to it again because it's scriptures. And then I quote it with them because I can quote most of them. What am I doing? I'm feeding myself on the word of God. But the first thing I do is the Bible says that I've got to, my son attend them. I've got to give attention to them. I've got to realize that they're here. Second thing that I've got to do is I've got to incline my ear under their sayings. I've got to listen. I've got to look at them. I've got to set them before my eyes. Amen? Hallelujah. He said, don't let them depart but from before your eyes. I've got to read them. Look at, just because I know them, I can quote 90% of them. I can. But that doesn't mean just because I can quote that. And listen, it's great to speak the word. That's what you need to hear. You need to hear you speaking the word more than anybody else. You need to do this. Amen? Amen. See, the medicine has the capacity to heal. It has the capacity to do something that's supposed to affect your body. The problem is if you don't get it in you, it ain't going to do anything. Amen? 
You know, it's like this. It's like, you know, this medicine that they give you is supposed to work if you use it. You know, hallelujah. But God's word is the same thing. If it's medicine, like I'm going to take that analogy. If it's medicine, if he said, you know, for they, his words are life unto those that find them, and they are medicine to all their flesh. What do we want to get well is our bodies. But yet... Healing from the God is spiritual, not physical. It manifests, but you got to get it spiritually first. And then in order to get it from your spirit, being all excited about it, it's got to go through this ugly thing called your soul and your mind and your will. And you got to be able to believe that what God says about it is far greater than what you feel. Amen. And then it affects your body. Sometimes I thought, God, if you'd have just left the soul part out, if we could just get the spirit, then the spirit could just whoop up on the body, we'd be okay. It's that stupid stinking thinking. It's that stupid thought process. Am I doing it right? Do I have enough faith? Oh, is this really real? Does God really want to? Or God can? Or I know he can, but will he or is he? Or maybe he just picks and chooses. We're all confused about all kinds of things. Understand this. Healing and health is God's idea. Blessing is God's idea. Amen? The word of God was God's idea. We're going to go to the word of God. We're going to grab a hold of it. We're going to say, if it sounds like I'm yelling at you, you should have seen when I was doing this by myself this morning. Plus, if you'd have seen what I, you know, I was just doing this before you last week because I don't, I do not like the devil having, getting anything. I just don't like the devil. And I don't like giving him any ground. I don't like giving him any credit. <clears throat> See, because when I, you know, when I got attacked in sickness or I got attacked with what was going on, it stayed way too longer than it should have. You know, doesn't most sickness stay too, more longer than you think it should? I, I do. I think if it stays longer than 30 seconds, it's longer than it should. But, you know, when it hangs around for a day or two or even three, it's like, okay, time out. Somehow I haven't knocked this thing in the head. You know, now I used to have this crazy theology, which I don't tell you how to have that, but I used to have this crazy theology called, and it was a theology of pain. I used to tell my body, listen, if you're going to hurt, I'm going to give you something to hurt for. So we just go do some wild things, you know, and, uh, and it was kind of crazy. But, but we need to know, you know, that the word of God, when we feed upon it, it'll actually do what it's supposed to do. What does Isaiah 55 verse 11 says, the crux of prayer, the crux of everything. Isaiah 55 verse 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. God doing the talking. God says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall accomplish the thing to the thing and whereunto I sent it. Not only will it accomplish it, what? But it's going to prosper in it. It's going to prosper. It's going to, the word will do what God said it will do. And if it's medicine, it'll do, it'll fix it. Amen? It contains the power of God. The scriptures contain the healing power. Healing scriptures contain the healing power of God. Prosperity scriptures contain the prosperity of God. Peace scriptures contain the peace of God. Joy scriptures contain the joy of God. Wisdom scriptures contain the wisdom of God. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out, but we get difficulty. Well, I just don't know what to do. Well, get some wisdom. Go read the book of Proverbs. Figure out how to do it here. He'll tell you how to act, how to walk, how to talk, and how to do things. Amen. We learned, you know, we watched the video at the, at the, at the class this morning. It talks about if we know where we're coming from and we know where we're going to, then we don't get lost. We never get lost. Why? Because it doesn't matter the detour. I know where I'm going. I know the destination. I know where I'm coming from. 
I know where I came from. It's easy to find the way. I don't get lost in life. Amen? The problem is, is when we think, I don't know if I want to go there. That's when we get all messed up. Or if we think, where did I come from? I want to find myself. God bless you. Right there you are. Right there. Right there. We found you now. Let's show you where you're headed. Okay? Okay? First thing you got to do is you got to feed yourself on the word of God. Find the promises of God. Feed yourself on the word of God. Because that's where the answer comes from. That's where healing comes from. That's where everything comes from. Second thing, this is going to sound funny. Second thing is is you got to receive it. You got to receive it. You got to receive it. And receiving is accepting. But you got to receive it. You know, because how many of you know the scriptures are no respect of person because neither is God? How many of you know that medicine is not a respecter of persons? You know, it, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's supposed to, they're, they're trying to fix a body thing. They're trying to do things. You know, it's supposed to carry out its assignment. It's supposed to do what it has to do. The problem with natural medicine or the medicine that the doctor did, there's always side effects. And believe it or not, with the word of God, there's always side effects too. Only the side effects with the word of God are joy and peace, hallelujah, all those kind of wonderful side effects. They're always good side effects, okay? So that's the blessing that's there, you know? And uh, here's the problem, though, <laughs> is that the way you receive that medicine is all different. Do you know that every one of us could take the same medicine and it could have a totally different reaction on all of us? What is the first thing they say? Are you allergic to something? Are you allergic to penicillin? Are you allergic to this? How many of you, you know, you, you, know, you probably know all of your allergies? Don't, don't raise your hand. Don't comment. Okay. Hey, listen, but when you go in, that's what the first thing you know. Are you allergic to this? Are you allergic to that? Are you doing? And, and, and believe it or not, it affects us differently. Amen? See, here's one of the biggest problems that we have, people, is that when sickness tries to attack us or when it does, when it comes in and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, what am I going to do? How do I handle this? How do I deal with, oh, what did I do wrong or what's happening? How come this is happening to me? We get all caught up in all this stuff. And then we get to think, oh, will God heal me? Or It's not a matter of will God heal you. It's not about if God's willing or what God's doing. It's a matter of that. Can we believe that the medicine God gave us will work? Can we believe that the word of God actually works? Amen? Amen. See, when we receive the medicine, hallelujah, glory to God, when we receive healing by taking the medicine, it produces faith, and faith produces the results that we need. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Amen? Hallelujah. It receives that. We take hold of it. But you've got to receive it. Because you know, oh, Lord, I believe in you. Oh, Lord, heal me, heal me, heal me. Lord, I believe I'm healed. I believe I'm healed. You've got to take your medicine. Believing in healing is not going to heal you. That's only half the thing. You got to feed the word of God. You got to say, okay, I got to get something to believe. I got to get a scripture. I believe this scripture. I believe this word. I believe this. This is God speaking to me. I believe this. Hallelujah. Because see, God's medicine will work for anybody who wants to receive it. It'll work for anybody who'll take it. Amen. See, first of all, you got to feed on God's word. That's the first thing you got to do. You got to get God's, you got to get it. I got to focus on my medicine. I got to take my medicine. Amen? I got to take my medicine. 
Second, you know, second thing, you know, I've got to receive this. I've got to begin to receive to believe that the medicine's working. Third thing is you've got to take the medicine according to the directions. How I mean, you know if you have a bottle that says you're supposed to take this three times a day and you decide, oh, I'll just take that occasionally? Oh, I'll take it why not? Are you doing it? Because, you know, for it to have the best result, you're supposed to do it according to the directions. And how you know, nobody wants to follow directions. And, and the problem is, is that this is not just a man thing. It's a woman thing too. They don't want to follow directions, okay? I know how to make this. I make this by scratch. I've made this all the time. I know this. <laughs> Amen. Don't look at me so holy here. I know. Listen, I, you know, that's the one thing. I can sit there and I can quote. I've done this. I get the enemy attacks and I start doing things. I get my faith in the mix very, very immediately because I don't remember sometimes the, what to do at times. I think I'll just take authority over this. And I do need to do that. I do need to do that. You need to get your, your faith in the mix and you need to take authority over things quickly. Amen? I'll never forget that. In, in, in an incident in my life where there were some things that took place and happened and we were endeavoring to do something and the Spirit of God said authority should have been taken before now and so it's too late. And the person that we were praying for passed away. And uh, uh, God let me know that, listen, here's some things. Yeah, it's serious. It's serious. You know, you, we look at things and we think, ah, you know. And then we get mad at God because he takes too long. <laughs> Amen. How many you know God never takes too long? Because God's always now. We're the one. It takes us a long time to just get it. And we need a little bit more medicine. Amen? We need to continually take our man. We've got to use it according to directions. If you don't do it according to directions, it won't be effective. Amen? Because how many you know sometimes God tells you to do something externally instead of doing something internally, and you're trying to do both. You're taking something you're supposed to do internally and trying to do it externally, and it ain't going to work. If you take medicine that you're supposed to drink or you're supposed to take that's going to fix you on the inside, and you pour it on your body and rub it and say, well, I did it. I put it on me. See, we always want to do it our way and in our time. All right, God, Bible says, by his stripes, I'm healed, I'm healed. Let's go. Amen. <laughs> and then we go, I don't know how come it's lingering. I don't know. I, I believe that. I said that. He said it once. And that was good. Amen. Listen, you don't want to limit the. You want God's word. Give God the same chance you give doctors. Amen? Give God's prescription the same opportunity. Give God's medicine the same medicine that you give others. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You got to notice that God's word, it's only when God's word abides in our heart that it produces healing in our body. It's got to get it in you. You got to get it in your heart. You gotta, head knowledge won't do. You can't, can't just think it up here. You got you to attend to it. You got to, uh, you know, hear it. You got to look at it. You got to ponder it. You got to grab a hold. You got to say, you know, I, I believe in this. I believe this needs to take place. Amen? We've got to grab a hold of it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And, uh, you know, um, <laughs> when you realize this, that God said, it's how you do this. You take the word of God, you begin to think about it, you keep it right, and you keep speaking the word of God over your life. Until what? Until you see the desired results. Amen? And, of course, God's word we know is taken internally, which means we've got to 
read it. We've got to speak it. We've got to declare it over our lives. Now, let me give you number four. I'm not going to take long today. I just want to stir you up and stir you up because God has dropped this down. Give me these things. He dropped it down on the inside to help and to do because you know, the devil is such a liar. He is such a liar. I mean, he'll, the minute that sickness comes, he'll tell you all the things and where you missed it. And he'll tell you all the things and where, you know, you're not going to get this because you haven't done this or you haven't done that or you didn't do this or, or you didn't do it. Here's one of the biggest problems that we have, especially for us faith folks. I mean, man, faith is now, fear now. I pray, I believe it should happen right now. And it didn't. I still, my voice is still gone. My nose is still running. I'm still coughing. I still ache all over. God, what's wrong? Well, how come you're not doing it? It's just because you took one dose. See, the fourth thing is, you got to give God time. Give God's, when I say not give, really giving God, give God's medicine time to work. Give the word of God time to work. It's amazing to me how many people read the word of God and they think, I want it right now. Now I do too. But the key is, is if I don't get it right now, it doesn't bother me at all. I just keep doing it. See, people get all excited. They say, well, if you believe that you received and, then you, and things didn't happen, what do you do? I just keep standing. I keep believing I received. Somebody asked Brother Higgin one time, I said, well, what happens if, if the power of God wouldn't have come down on you and you wouldn't have felt that honey? And, and of course, they, you know, the Spirit of God told him, you need to get up. He was paralyzed for 16 months, couldn't get up, couldn't move, couldn't, but he struggled in and got over there and he, and he swung his legs over the bed and, and he was hanging on to that. And, and then, you know, all of the feelings started coming back into his legs like a, a million needles and doing things and finally got strength and stood up. He stood up and stood up for a few few moments and actually stood up for the first time in 16 months, stood up, hallelujah, then he sat back down, went back to bed, the next day got up, stood up for five more minutes, sat down, then the next day got up and walked around the room for about 10, 15 minutes, you know, next day got up, you know, nobody know it, mama not know it, then the next day say, hey mom, put my clothes out, I'm coming to breakfast. People think, well, God just, no. See, the problem is, is that, you know, he, somebody asked him the question, said, well, what if it would have done? He said, I'd still be laying in that bed saying I'm healed. Still be laying in bed saying God's word still works. Still laying in bed, still believing Mark eleven twenty four that what things ever you desire when you pray, you believe that you receive them and you have them. Glory, still shouting glory. Hallelujah. Laying in bed, paralyzed, laying in bed, but shouting, I'd still be doing it because that's what I believe. But why? Well, but you didn't see it. What if you don't see? The problem is, is that because you look at what you see, the Bible didn't say keep attentive to what you see out here. The Bible said keep attentive to what you see in here, and give it time to work. So usually you get sick and it takes two weeks. Praise God, you get sick. It takes a week and a half. Shout, Amen. You just keep working at it. Some say, well, why does it take so long? Well, you're the one that determines how long it takes. Oops, better back up and get all excited. No, you put it on me again, Pastor. You put it on me. Why are you putting it on me? Listen, you just keep taking your medicine till you feel better. I don't know how come we as Christians get all goofy at everything else. We just, because we look in the Bible and we see the end result and boom, Jesus reached down and the man received, you know, boom, Peter reaches down, the man receives strength, all this stuff. We see all the instantaneous things and we praise God for that. And thank God for that. God can do that. He has done that. 
He's done that for me. He's, he's just wiped out symptoms immediately at times. And then I think, of course, then I go like this. Okay, what did I do or what was I doing that caused that? Like I did it. Like I caused it. Okay, what did I do? Was I at the right place? Did, did I, did I, what did I pray this morning? What, what was my devotional about this morning? What did I do? Oh, what kind of, oh, I must have been in a good place. That's why it just happened like that. Like I did it. Like I caused it. Like I had anything to do with it. He's the healer. He's the deliverer. Now see, but if I take my medicine, and I take my medicine, I take hold of the word of God. Amen? I can tell people all the time, quit worrying about if you have enough faith. Just keep taking your medicine. Just keep reading the Bible. Just keep taking. It's yeah, but it doesn't. Just keep getting. You need some more medicine. You need some more medicine. And it's not just for healing. Why didn't God meet my needs? What's the Bible say? Are you giving? Are you tithing? Are you doing? Now, if you're not doing those things, well, then you know why God's not meeting your needs. Don't, don't, don't look at me so holy. It doesn't matter. It's very simple. It's very simple. You're not dumb. You're sharp. You guys are awesome people. You know what you're doing. Okay? You know how to take hold of this. The problem is, is that we don't want to work. We don't want to take time to sit down and read the Bible. We don't want to take time to confess the word of God and feed and build ourselves up. You know, we just want it to be like this. We want a McDonald's. We want Burger King. We want, hey, go get it. You know, we want in and out, okay? We just want it now. Let's go do this. I'm hungry now. Let's get it done now. Hallelujah. But in the word of God, in the things that you want to get from God, you got to do it his way. So you got to feed yourself on the scriptures. You've got to receive what the scripture says. You've got to believe that what God said is true, that it belongs to you. Now, here's the one, number one thing. We're going to close on this, too, or close on something. I, I'm fixing to close, okay? That means nothing. It just means I'm changing my directions, okay? Trying to wind this thing down, all right? Anyways, you know, first of all, the will of God. It's God's idea. This is God's idea. You realize this is God's idea. He wrote the book, okay? He wrote the book on healing. He wrote the book on prosperity. He wrote the book on wisdom. He wrote the book on anything and everything you need is here, okay? So God said, and now we're talking about healing, but here's the thing. Jesus settled the whole about is it God's will to heal in Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8, verse 1, coming down, it says that when Jesus was coming, there met a man who was a leper, who came to Jesus and said, Lord, if you will, you can heal me. If you will, if you want to, you can heal me. And Jesus said, I will. I like one translation, which I like the best. He said, it would be my pleasure. See, because if Jesus was healing, willing to heal him, he is willing to heal you because he's no respecter of person. Now he is a respecter of faith. But the key to that is, is that it's not do I have enough faith, it's that have I taken enough medicine? Because if I take enough medicine, I'll have enough faith. Because faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And my medicine is scripture. My medicine is the word of God. My medicine says that by Jesus' stripes, we are healed. Isaiah 53, 4. 1 Peter 2, 24 says by his stripes, we were healed. So they were looking to the cross saying we are healed. We look back to the cross saying we were healed. And if we are and we were, then we is. Then we look at Matthew 8, 17 that says that he himself bore my infirmities and carried my sicknesses. So I don't have to. Amen. We realize that God loves 
loves us and wants us to be blessed, wants us to prosper. Notice that Third John 2 said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. That means my mind's got to get in line with the word. I got, I got to feed on it. I got to see it. I got to keep it. And I got to receive it as the truth of the word of God. I got to take all of it. I got to remember my benefit package, I my health insurance. Psalms 103 verse 1 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord. Verse 2 says, you know, bless the Lord, all the, who forgives all of my iniquities, who heals all of my diseases, who crowns my life with loving kindness and tender mercy. Hallelujah. Who renews my strength like the eagles. It talks about we get to get renewed, we get strong, we get going forth. Amen. He is just like Exodus 15, 26. Says, I am the Lord that heals thee. Amen. We see the truths of the word of God. We take hold of it. We're just like the centurion said, hey, you can just speak the word only and my servant will be healed. Psalms 107 verse 20 says, he sent his word and he healed them and delivered them out of all of their troubles. I could keep going. (laughs) Amen. Now see, when I say all that, I get charged up. As you can tell. And the atmosphere gets charged up because it's God's word. It's God's word. And I receive that as mine. I receive that, so I'm taking that. I'm taking that in. So I said, what well, do I do all that, but what if I don't feel better? I just keep taking more medicine. And I, here's the, you know the wonderful thing about this is I can never overdose. God's word will work if you get it inside you. It's God's idea. It's not our idea. It's God's idea. That's what he said. It's God's idea. See, people get mad about people who get well when they pray or who believe in healing. People get mad at people who are believing God and have, and have a revelation on prosperity and they're being blessings and they're giving and sowing and, and they get, well, I just, I just don't, you know, because all we can see is the manifestations on the outside. And they don't do, well, they don't understand what I've got. They don't understand my problem. They don't understand what I've got. Listen, God understands what you have. And he gave you an answer. And he gave you four little things to do. It's to feed on the word of God, receive the word of God, receive what God says about it. Hallelujah. Take it as directed. Take the directions, which means attend to his word, incline the air, meditate on it, ponder it, take it according to what he said to do, and then give it time to work. Don't beat yourself up. Just because something's not real in your life yet, it simply means you don't know enough yet. That's all. It hasn't become real to you because you haven't just, you just keep digging in. I'm going to get here. I'm going to get this revelation. I'm going to get this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to keep going. Amen? But you just do it over and over. And pretty soon, you'll be like the, you know, the crazy people that you're thinking, that person's crazy. Every time you talk to them, they got a scripture. Or every time you see them, something goes on, say, oh, I just take authority over those words. Trying to be hyper-spiritual. No, we're not trying to be hyper-spiritual at all. That's not the goal. The goal is, is when you understand that words are important, and you understand that this word is where all of my life comes from. Everything. Everything comes from here. So you need to know that. You know, it was God's idea. I don't know exactly Greg's going to ask me, what is the title? I don't know if it's healing was God's idea or if it's just God's idea. 
but it's God's idea. Okay? It's God's idea. God wants us whole. He wants us strong. You know? And here's something else. Really quickly. You know, we talk about divine health. Because God wants you to walk in divine health. You know what that means? It means good working order. It doesn't mean that you walk around in a euphoria and you just feel so awesome. No, it means you can actually get up and function. And if you did something crazy yesterday, like carrying couches and dress chests of drawers and dressers and beds and up and down stairs, when you get up in the morning, your body's going to let you know. I don't care if you're 15 or 18 or 20 or 63, it's going to let you know. You did something stupid. But does that mean I'm not, I'm not walking in health? No, I'm walking in health. My body just says, you hurt. It does. It's sore. Okay? But does it, see, we, we have this concept of, of a u- utopia kind of mentality, and that's not what it is. It simply means we're ready to do what God's called us to do, and we can do the things that God's called us to do. And God does not want you to be sick. That's not the will of God in any way, shape, form. God does not want you to be poor. God does not want you to be upset. He doesn't want you to not have peace. It's God's idea. God chose us. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord. I just trust that I got this out, that I got it out to them the way that they needed to hear it. Father, I thank you that I receive it. I receive everything. Father, your word, hallelujah, is just so awesome. And Lord, I, I, I love you and I pray praise you for it. I just thank you and praise you. You're such a great God. And Lord, I've talked to the church this morning. You wanted to talk to the body of Christ at Harvest Bible Church. But Father, your heart is as you want people to understand the greatest truth of all is knowing Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our Savior. Oh, Father, that's our heart's cry, our heart's desire. Uh, We know that in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15, God promised a seed he promised us the seed that was going to bruise Satan's head. We know that in John three sixteen, God sent Jesus. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. We got the promise. We had the promise and then we got the fulfillment of that promise. We got the greatest gift of all, which is Jesus. And Father, as this season, as we celebrate the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ coming to earth, we thank you that he came to earth for one purpose, and that was to redeem us, to die on the cross for us. So we rejoice and thank you, Father, for that. And if the Lord, if there's anybody here under the sound of my voice that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and as their Savior, my heart's cry is that they would know him. Yeah, I've talked to the body of Christ this morning, but actually, I've given truth for anybody that wants to take hold. God so loved the world that he did, he gave. The Bible says if we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, we shall be saved. Hallelujah. And that's the thing about it. When you know the author and you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it changes everything in your life. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you for Harvest Bible Church. And if there is anybody here that needs Jesus to be the Lord of their life, and if you are here and you need to be born again, just raise your hand. Let's pray. I'll pray with you. we got a prayer team that will pray with you. God loves you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I believe all of you are born again. Lift up your heads and lift up your eyes. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for letting me yell at you this morning. I wasn't trying to. I was just trying to preach the gospel and let you know and give you as a pastor, as a pastor that I want to share my heart. Because we're not immune to the enemy's attacks. You know, but we are not the victims trying to get something. 
we are the victors telling the devil he can't stay. See, you just, you know, and we're getting health and healing because it belongs to us. And he's trying to rob us of that. So that's what we endeavor to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's all stand up. We can have our prayer team come down forward if you need prayer for anything. Listen, I love you. God loves you. We're going to have a great week this week. You guys be blessed. And uh, God bless all of you. Love you. You're dismissed. <laughs>